Oh shit! Hey, you! You scared the living hell out of me. What? When you need people to watch movies and TV shows that they had absolutely nothing to do with, who do you go to? Uh... Probably the Nerd Blitz commentaries? And when you need people to talk over said movies and TV shows that they had absolutely nothing to do with, then who do you go to? Yeah, the Nerd Blitz commentaries. That's right. And what do you think? Should superheroes kill? Hmm. With a few exceptions, no, I really don't think they should, man. They should set a good example and be better than humanity. You need to wake the fuck up and stop living in a fucking dream world. Cause the Nerd Blitz commentaries just released a building wrecking, neck snapping, murder filled new album to try and quench your near insatiable destruction loving bloodlust. I mean, I don't really think I have much of a bloodlust, but I'd kinda like to hear that album. Then grab five dollars and head over to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com. And buy the Nerd Blitz Commentaries, the DCCU album. It's over six hours of all new commentaries content that will leave you disappointed with the death-dealing decisions of others. Um, okay, I, I can do that. It's more hours than dollars. Okay, even I know that's kind of lame. Is it? No, 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 no. Remember. Head over to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com and get the DCCU album for just $5. Or you'll be branded and sent to your death by the bat for some reason. you're listening to the Nerd Blitz with Dorman Fitz. I've already done his voice before for an intro, but I'm Doom, the perfect specimen of a man. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm Fitz. Yes, I am. I'm Fitz and you're a fucking liar. <laughs> See, it's back to you being gay. <laughs> mm, yep. <laughs> uh. What's cracking, everybody? Welcome to episode 70. <laughs> Probably eight. Probably. Probably. Wow, dude. We're getting close to 80. Yep. You realize our four-year anniversary, we might be over 100. Wow. That's a brain breaker, ain't it? Uh, yeah, I think that's how all of the really successful podcasts do it. They they hit their 100-episode mark at the four-year <laughs> four anniversary. <laughs> Well, like I said last time, dude, we have always been a bi-weekly show. I know. And I will give, I'll tell you this, Phoebe has been going for like six years, they're barely to 50. So, yeah. Yeah, I bet they don't lose fucking subscribers when they don't put an episode out. Um, no, no, and it's been a while. 
I bet the fucking Q and Sal show, <laughs> what say you? I bet they haven't lost any subscribers. No, they actually get people being like, you should put out an episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're bitter dicks tonight. <laughs> they, have, they have people going, where's the episode this week? Us people are like, another? Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up, I'm going to be a millionaire in like an hour. Oh, are they drawing the Powerball? About an hour, yeah. So, so I think. Oh. Well, it's on the record. I've told people, you can ask Angie, that I would share with you, so you better share with me, or this is over. No, I'm sure I could break off a piece of that $700 million. Oh, wow, I'll get a 1000 You're so awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, whoa, don't overestimate. We talk about no. that. Me and Jennifer talk about that all the time. Like, if we win one of these big, like, we would be so such good people with it. We really fucking deserve it, Lord. Lord Jesus yeah. Christ and baby Jesus. We've, we've said that shit, too. It's like we would invest most of it, but uh-huh. we would help people. Uh-huh. Can you hear me, God? Yeah, I'd be people. a really good person. Not one, of, not one of these assholes that blows all their money on stupid shit and they're, like, broken on fucking Lifetime Network or on a, a fucking Discovery Channel documentary series about fucking assholes that lose all their lottery money. That wouldn't be uh-huh. us. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh-uh. We, we would help people. Again, did you hear me? Help yep. people. We wouldn't be one of these cocksuckers that like cheats on their taxes. And you know who I'm looking at. I don't know who. I, nope. Wouldn't be one of those fucking rich people either. It, it's, it's, uh, this reference is beyond me. We would be good people. Yeah. Not fucking shitheads. Not buying fucking six cars in a 42-room mansion. No. 41 at most. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, I've always thought it would be cool, and it, it's fucked up because I've heard on another podcast that uh, people... I've heard on Tell Em Steve Dave Brian Q talking about they've talked about this for like 10 years, and it's like, holy shit, me too. But getting a uh, hashtag... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> getting a plot of land and building like a fucking compound or some shit. Oh, I thought you were going to say a, a an amusement park. I was going to say I got I got property to sell you. There's property for sale in California that fits those needs. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Did you hear? Did I heard this somewhere that that before that Finding Neverland or Leaving Neverland or whatever the fuck the name of that documentary is that just completely finding up. neverland was a johnny Depp. that's movie. what i thought yeah <laughs> freddie highmore before he was a brilliant doctor yeah, did, did he rape that little boy freddie highmore yeah did johnny depp rape that little boy in that movie <laughs> no oh he told him a story and not one and one he could actually share with people oh okay <laughs> i thought i thought maybe it was a biopic <laughs> anyway. back from the edit Anyway, uh, <laughs> the Neverland Ranch has been up for sale forever, right? Well, they yeah. uh, it was up for sale for $300 million. Holy fuck, Knuckle. And then that documentary came out. The price the price dropped to $30 million. Or no, yeah. Or was it? Yeah, $300 million to like 30, down to $30 million or something like that. Yeah. It dropped like 70%. Yeah, because people aren't going to be like, well, this is where hopes went to die. No shit, dude. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> okay, anyway, where were we before I before I took us to Neverland? 
I don't recall. Mm. Mm. You didn't slip me something, did you? I don't think so. Are you my uncle? No. Okay. Um. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, you're gonna buy a plot of land with your lottery money. Yeah. And build, like, a compound and, like, put a couple houses on it and be like, hey, I like you, you want to come live here? And then you'd be like, no, and it's like, fuck you then. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just get some of the few people we like and, like, put up a fence. Yep, like have a fucking portcullis and shit and a drawbridge. Uh, yeah. That would look like the fucking, uh, the outpost and fucking the road warrior where they have to go to steal the gas. Where they have fucking towers with flamethrowers on them and shit. That too. But yeah, I was thinking more like the prison in Walking Dead, except like we can come and go as we please. We're trying to keep the outside world out, not the people in, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I always liked that idea. And You know, another idea, and I would never do this because it would be stupid expensive, is to build like either a replica replica house of either the Falcon or the Serenity. Mm. I would be that crazy rich dude if I was like stupid rich. Yeah, yeah. if I was stupid rich, I'd, buy, I'd pay fucking Disney to build that. The Falcon that they have at the Galaxy's Edge now. Yeah. It's a one-to-one exact replica. Fucking build that shit on my fucking compound land. I would want either that or the movie, or the Serenity from the movie, where they made it slightly bigger. Yeah, it would be be like how people talk about John Travolta, and they're like, the motherfucker's got an airplane hangar and a landing strip on his fucking property for a 747. I'd be like, that motherfucker's got a Millennium Falcon. Yep. Or sort of like those fuckers who are like, let's build a replica of fucking 1313 Mockingbird Lane. It's like, why not? That's what I would do. And then I'd be like, hey, here's two dog charities I like. Let's give them some Skrilla. And then it's like, here's a couple people I like. Let's give them a little Cheddar. And then the rest is me going into the woods. That's right. Never to be seen again. Nope. Only heard. Weekly. You know at that point we would be stepping up the content output, right? Yeah, I wouldn't have a job anymore. Yeah. Like, if I won, though, it'd be like, hey, I'll pay you to fucking quit your job and be my podcast partner. (laughs) (coughs) We're going to start a radio station. (laughs) (laughs) You could pay me double my annual salary. Uh, You're going to think I'm nuts, but I have thought like if i ever did win a big amount of money like that i have thought like how much you make a year and let's i we're not going to get into that that's your business not mine but like if in this world where suddenly i'm a billionaire i'd be like how much you make a year and say you were like 40 grand i'd be like uh let's see 40 80 120 i'll give you two to become my podcast partner done deal i figured (laughs) you want me to be gay i'm gay on the podcast you can make me gay all you want (laughs) Oh, no, that's for 50 extra, then you gotta be gay. Oh, okay. You're like, oh, I don't even need the 50. (laughs) But, yeah, I was like, but at that point, then, with that comes, like, you can never be late. (laughs) (laughs) If the wife's like, let's go to the grocery store, you're like, fuck you, I'm cutting, you know? Yeah, gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, well, that shouldn't be a problem, because, like I said, I wouldn't have a job. That would be exactly. that would be my job. But anywho, yeah, that's what I would do with it. Seriously. Yeah. Sounds fun, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Well, it's going to happen in like an hour. I'm going to be a half a billionaire. Awesome. Yep. So get ready. You thought you didn't care before. You're going to have more to not care about. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to pay you guys to listen. We could really invest in like advertising then. Yeah, we could. And, you know, actually get people to listen. Yeah. Could buy a shit ton of followers on Twitter. Fuck yeah. Are those legit followers or no? No. I don't think so. I didn't so. think so. I thought they were bullshit bots. That's bullshit. Yeah. Anywho. Let's say we do a joke corner right quick. Okay. Play the theme song. <laughs> Doom joke corner. Okay. So I've teased this one before. And actually me and Ma were talking about it a couple times recently. Yeah. I forget exactly what what we were talking about, but we were with we were around some different people and shit and I've always said like Ma's a lot like Walt. She knows what she wants to say but she doesn't always pick the right words, you know? Yeah. And for some reason we were talking about building something out of like piping. <laughs> <laughs> out of piping out of pipes yeah like pvc yeah okay yeah exactly and they were like well how would you build that and she goes well you know you take like pcp pipe and you put it together <laughs> <laughs> pcp pipe and they looked at her like you know she just ripped off her face and was like i'm an alien let yeah. me probe you what are you building out of pcp pipes <laughs> it's pretty fucking small whatever it is <laughs> I started laughing and she's looking around like, what? And they're looking at her like so confused. And <clears throat> it bugs me when people can't use contextual clues to understand what somebody's saying. Right. And they're looking at her like, huh? And I went, PVC? And they went, oh, and she goes, did I say that fucked up? I went, don't worry about it, Ma. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've been talking about that a couple times recently. And it is. It's a funny story. Did I ever tell you about the time that I... Did PCP? No. Go no. on. No, I took all of my clothes off and ran down the street. They had to fucking tase me. I remember seeing that. It was <laughs> hot. No, that was on... It was like a, on was World on a, Star. That was on an old episode <laughs> of Cops. I knew you looked familiar. No, there really was a... There, really, there was a couple of them on, the, on really old episodes of Cops where there's... Like, there'd be like a big huge muscular black dude with like no clothes covered in sweat just yeah. like wrecking like this one he's like wrecking a barber shop and the cops go in and there's like fucking eight guys trying to take this guy down and it's like he's so slippery they can't get a hold of him and he's got nothing to grab onto because he's fucking butt ass naked and he's got like the strength of 10 men because he's on pcp and then there's another one where this guy's just like stalking down this residential street bare ass naked like profusely sweating and like they're trying to take him down. They tase him and he won't go down. And somebody finally has to tackle him. They tackle him through a wooden fence. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Was that, did that show ever come off stage to you? No. No. Mm -mm. You believe what they sold? Yeah. Why was it staged? I don't think it was staged. No, I don't know if it was or wasn't, but it just, sometimes you see some shit on there and it's like, is this real? You know? Yeah. No, I'm, I think it's real, I, but I mean, 
they they spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours with these cops and only get like two scenes. You know what I mean? So it's not yeah. like you have no idea how how many hours and days they spend riding with these cops just to yeah, get no, no, just no. to get you know just to get one good call that they can use on the show. Yeah, yeah. No, I I feel you, but it's just like yeah. Sometimes it feels like an episode of Jerry Springer. Well, I mean, they don't exactly go film at Beverly Hills or, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I feel you, but. I eventually had to stop watching it because it was just too sad. It was just too depressing. Right, because it's always either fucking poor people or, like, homeless people or, which is, like, worse than poor. Yeah. On the, you know, the ladder. Yeah. Or it's like people who'd been in accidents and somebody came up and fucking punched them in the back of the head while they're sitting there delirious from an accident. It's always the people at like the worst possible moment in their already shitty life. Right. It's never like, oh, here's a call because a cat's in a tree and the fucking we got to cordon off the scene till the fucking fire truck yeah. shows well, up. When I, was, when I was younger, it was it was like it was fun. It was like funny, like like, oh, look at this dickhead. He's all high and. You know, mm-hmm. but then the older you get, it's like, oh, that's not actually very funny. That's not that's not actually entertaining. That's really actually disturbing and depressing and exploitive and shit. It's like bum fights. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I never when I was watching it, I never really thought it was exploitive necessarily because I was like, well, these people are out doing bad shit. They should be embarrassed, you know. But at the same time, then you know, later, the more you see of the real world, you're like, oh, well, that could be me. <laughs> It doesn't take much. <laughs> so it wouldn't take much for that to be me. Five more minutes of YouTube, and guess what? <laughs> and guess what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fucking butt naked wrecking a barbershop. <laughs> but then there would be funny shit too fight. like there would be like legitimately funny shit on there like it was this one where this guy i forget why i forget why the cops were even called but oh like they were trying to get the guy the guy couldn't get in his house so okay. like the cop had to boost this guy up through his own window to break into his own house <laughs> turns out it wasn't his house no it turns out the guy was like a fucking weirdo fucking devil worshiper or some shit he let the cop in come into his house after he opened the front door so he could look around and make sure everything was all right and he's like oh yeah mm-hmm. and over here's my altar and there's like fucking <laughs> there's like all this crazy shit and candles and stuff and he's like there's like fucking chicken bones and shit and then he's like walking around looking around and he like looks in a closet and, he, and the the cop like freaks out and starts to run and runs out of the house. There's a fucking giant python in this closet just on the floor. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's like, oh, come on. It's all right. Fuzzy ain't going to bite you. Come on in here, Mr. Police man. That's just my pet snake, Reggie. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But yeah, most of the time it was just like, oh, these people are living in just shit or they're like fucking prostitutes walking around for crack money and it's like oh this is this is bad or they go to like a domestic disturbance after domestic disturbance and they have to take these kids away from their parents because they're fighting and beating each other up and it's like oh this is not so this is the uplifting episode so anyway banter over (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but seriously, that show, it's like, why do you have to go around the country? Just go to Florida. That's where most of them are. Uh, yeah, but, but it's I, like, I'm pretty sure that's where I'm pretty sure that's where it started. And that's where a lot of them are, is like Dade County. They should have been filming that show after bath salts. They could have got a fucking zombie guy. Yeah, they could have. I don't know, dude. Those PCP guys were pretty fucking hardcore. I'm not sure I want to see right. a zombie guy. Yeah, those you dudes remember were scary that story, as shit. Right? Yeah, I do. That was fucked up. But yeah, anywho, um, let's not talk about that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about? Well, I heard you got some Scooby stuff to talk about. Some bad Scooby stuff. Yeah, back in '75, you asked me, "Hey, have they cast fucking Fred and Daphne yet?" And I went, "No, not yet." Well, this is in the new animated movie, right? Yeah, the theatrical movie. Mm-hmm. Well, they cast them. They sure did. And see, just like with uh, Gina Rodriguez and Will Forte, one of these people, it's like, I really like this person, but fuck off. Yep. Amanda Seyfried is really fucking cool, you know? Well, I showed you those pictures. She's really cool. <laughs> she's way cool. Yeah, she's down the clown. Fucking A, dude, on a surfboard and shit. <laughs> In the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Let's not go there. Um. So Daphne is Amanda Seyfried, right? Is it Seyfried or Seyfried? Seyfried. I don't fucking know. Is it like fucking Max von Sydow or Sydow or... I don't know. I'll just call her Lily Kane. How about that from uh, Veronica Mars? I'll call her my future ex-wife. Okay. I got a long list of them. I see you, Becky Lynch. <laughs> she would beat the shit out of you, dude. I would love every second of it. Okay. Yeah, and then fucking Zac Efron is Fred. Mm-mm. And it's like, what the fuck? My biggest problem with that, other than Pup, Frank has voiced Fred for 50 fucking years. Yeah. I, I can't, there's, yeah. And I mean, is Zac Efron that big of a name that you could stunt, that that works as stunt casting? Dude, after that Ted Bundy thing, yeah. Because oh, everybody that's right. was blowing that oh, dude I forgot hard. you just did that. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. But it's like, no. No. Even more than replacing Matt Lillard, it's like, no, you don't replace Frank. It does seem really wrong. I just assumed that they were going to use him. They're already using him for Scooby-Doo, right? Exactly. Why wouldn't you just use him? Yeah, bring him in and then be like, fuck off, we're going to put this kid in your role. Yeah, you go play the dog and this kid's going to fucking do your other lines. Yeah, no, I just... The doom can't abide that, man. No, the fits don't abide either. And it just, it really, really takes... I had the slightest glimmer of hope that Frank would get to be Fred, but it really takes all the rest of the wind out of my sails for this movie. Yeah, fuck that movie. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I still want to see it because it's Scooby, but... But yeah, it's just like, no, why are you doing this? Yeah, it, I'm... It, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why. I don't. I don't get why the established voice actors are not enough to carry a theatrical movie. I mean, you're not going to see fucking Zac Efron. You're going to see Scooby Doo. And if you're going to see Scooby Doo, guess what? Zac Efron don't sound like Fred. And here's the thing: it's like, are they going to be doing impressions of the voices? 
Because Shaggy and Velma have pretty distinct voices. No matter who's voiced them, they've always had a sort of through line of how they sound. You can't say that about Fred because Fred's always been Frank. Yeah, but Fred sounds like Fred. That's what I'm saying. Fred sounds like Frank. Yeah. There's there's no through line of like, well, this guy played him and he did this. and Right. Then this guy played him and he did this. No, it's Frank is Fred. That's it. So are you, is he going to be trying to do an impression of Frank? Or is he just going to be like, fucking I'm Zac Efron. Fucking high school musical time, guys. Ha ha ha. Or what, I don't do know what the fuck he sounds like. Megatron. Yeah, I, I don't know. Then it's like, what do you do for Daphne? Because she's had... She's really had no through line. The only through line for Daphne has been um, Gray and Mary Kay. Other than that, you had some Daphnes that are like, Hey, Shaggy! So vastly different that there's no through line there. So it's like, what do you do, man? I I don't want this. Yeah, I don't want it either. I'm not not excited about this one at all. Uh Uh-uh. It seems like... Every time Warner Brothers does something halfway decent, they're like, but yeah, forget about that. We got 12 stupid fucking things to do over here. And it's like, but did, what happened to Guess Who? And I'm like, ah, fuck that. Zach Efron, everybody. We got Zach, We got Ted Bundy and that girl that sucked a dick on a surfboard. Remember? <laughs> Remember her? And then the other one that there's a controversy that she hates black people. And then uh, The Last Man on Earth. Here we go. Let's make a movie. Yeah, exactly. There's your new Scooby gang. Enjoy. This will not blow up in our face at all. <laughs> no! Why would you think that? <laughs> I want this. Please don't make me do this. Yeah, that sucks. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm still waiting for a fucking Scooby-Doo Brave and the Bold m- movie follow-up. You never told me. We talked about it, and I sent it to you in the uh, 13 Ghosts commentary, but you never opened it on mic. What did you think of that Batmobile mystery machine? Oh, it was kind of, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, but yeah. It's more like a mystery machine Batmobile, right? It was a Batmobile painted like the mystery yeah. machine. Yeah, so it's a mystery machine Batmobile. Whatever. Not a Batmobile mystery machine. A, ba- a Batmobile mystery machine is Scooby Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let's split them hairs a little further. Jesus fucking Christ, you pedantic. Putts. Well, come on. <laughs> let's let's not have any confusion. Let's pick another knit. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure we can find some. Oh, give me a second. I'll find two. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, those are knit wits. Oh, and speaking speaking of connections to Scooby Doo, uh, my coochies and reboot. Did we did we talk about that on Mike? I don't know, but I was gonna go there in a minute to reboot. I just wanted to say this. You keep asking for a Brave and the Bold uh, sequel. Yeah. The way they're going, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens in the next three years. Oh, really? Yeah. Simply because they're doing all this shit to try and get attention for the Scooby franchise. It almost like It's almost like the movie stopped selling or something. Or they just wanted them to sell more with all these crossovers, you know? Mm. And like I said, there's rumors of a zombie island follow-up so oh yeah i could yeah. see in 2021 after everybody's like holy shit that fucking zach efron movie was dog shit yeah or holy shit holy shit it's a good thing we shit canned that movie before it got made <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
in 2021, I could see them being like, well, everybody hated that, so guess what? Here's more Batman. And then all the children were happy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let's go to Reboot. Okay. I know nothing about it. I've watched all eight of the um, Road to Reboot behind-the-scenes clips. Yeah. And I gotta say, I'm fucking in. Yeah? Yeah, we're gonna have to go see that when it comes out. Okay. And Kev is flat out saying it's pretty much a remake of the original. Yeah, but that's part of the joke, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and she's like a movie, movies employee. My coochie. Yeah, and yeah. she doesn't show up in the movies video that dropped today. The eighth installment of Road to Reboot was all about them spending the day in movie movies and then, you know, they're done with movies. Okay. Um, but yeah, they don't show her. They've it's surprisingly, they haven't shown any of the, uh, like guest stars and shit in these. They've just saved them to be like, Hey, look who's at the movie today on Twitter and stuff. Mm. Oh, which like is stills. Weird. Yeah. Which is weird. You would think they'd want to show them fuckers to try and get more views on these videos but maybe contractually they can't that's possible but um or maybe they don't have them for long enough to shoot behind the scenes yeah or yeah or to do like little or you mean like little interviews yeah like little mini interviews to be like so you're on fucking day 25 of jay and silent bob reboot and her to be like i sure am g shocks i don't does she talk she doesn't talk like that does she that's sort of like her Velma. Oh, yeah, okay. Because her Velma's, like, super nerdy. Or, like, when they had that room full of fuckers, including the dude who likes D&D, the Joe Magniello, or whatever the fuck his name is. Even have him be like, oh my god, Kev, thanks for putting me in your movie. Or Jericho, because Jericho's in it. Oh, really? Joe Mangiello's yep. in it, too? Yeah. Oh. I think he plays, like, a courtroom bailiff or some shit. Really? Yeah, because Jay and Bob's going to court. To stop the reboot movie? I don't know. Oh. Uh, Diedrich Bader's in it again, the security guard. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, um, he, Kev has said that a lot of, almost everybody he's worked with comes back. Yeah. Some of them are playing characters that they were before. Some of them are totally new characters. But he wanted to just play with all the toys again that's cool and there you know the shirt that uh brody wore in mall rats that warped like mark twain looking shirt yeah uh they've sort of redone that shirt with stan's face oh that's cool in the mall that brody stash is in yeah there's a tribute to stan in there too like a shrine oh oh i think i saw that yeah yeah probably. i think I, I think i saw a picture of that yeah, because there's, like, his sweater and then his glasses and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Interesting bit about that. In one of those videos, Kev said he is still trying to get Mallrats 2 made. Because you remember how he said before he was going to do it as a comic or something, since they couldn't get the show made? So I'm wondering if this movie is him trying to spark interest in it. Hmm, maybe. So, I can't believe yeah. there is not wouldn't be enough interest... Just on its own. I mean, he, yeah. has a, he has a cottage industry of fan. Like, he has an audience. I don't know. I don't know why it doesn't make sense for a studio or somebody to 
to front them $10 million to make this movie that'll probably make that money back. Well, he doesn't even want to do it as a movie. He wants to do it as like a six-part TV show. Oh, yeah. And you would think that would be even better. Yeah. But uh, for some reason, they don't want to. Hmm. I wish he would take either that or Clerks 3 and turn it into like a novel or something. Because I think that would be a good challenge for him as a writer. I don't know. I think they should take Clerks 3 and make it in the Clerks animated style. That would work, but you still got the Randall problem. You don't think he would just do voiceover? I doubt it. Fuckhead. He seems like he just has no interest. Which, I mean, I kind of respect that, but at the same time, it's like, come on, dude! Yeah. But Mm. what the fuck can you do? Yeah, I don't know. Motherfucker's acting like he won the lottery or something. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Wasn't it one time, wasn't he going to have a podcast or something? Uh, O'Halloran, Halloran, however you say his name. Yeah, he was supposed to. Oh, he was supposed to? I thought Randall was supposed to have one. Well, he did a couple episodes of Smodcast. Yeah, I remember that. I think Kev said something to him about trying to get him set up with something. He was like, oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. Kind of lived and died there. But also on one of those podcasts, he was like, oh, yeah, I love the movie. We're, this is going to be awesome. Let's do it. So. Yeah. Fuck that, then. Yeah, kind of. But yeah, reboots, It's I'm really pumped for it after watching those videos. I, I should send you a couple of them unless you're just like, no, I want to go in clean. I'm excited for Mandalorian. I'm ready to know more about this fucking shit. Yeah, which it sucks that we're recording this so early just so we can try and get some shit banked. But my hope is that we saw the first footage of that at Celebration. Yeah, Celebrations, is it next month? Yeah, the beginning of next month, I think. Or mid next month. I don't fucking know. It's yeah, sometime hopefully, soon. Hopefully we get that and we get a fucking episode nine trailer. That one I think is definitely happening. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of Mandalorian footage too. And some Clone Wars. Yeah. I, for fuck's sake, they might even just announce the date, the launch date at Celebration for Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah, that too. Because there's so much fucking content yeah, they could, for it. Yeah, they could... that. That was probably what they'll do. They'll they'll announce the launch date and then they'll show clips from all the content they're going to have. Yeah, with a real Star Wars heavy focus. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. What what about that? I think his name is Taika. Taika Waititi. Yeah, I feel like such an asshole because you can't pronounce his name. So you don't want to just keep going. The Thor Ragnarok director, but yeah. yeah I think that's how you, you say wanna... his name. I, I, I'm 90% sure the first name is Taika. Yeah. That picture of him in the ADR with uh, IG-88 up on the screen, Mm -hmm. I speculated that he was going to be maybe voicing him, and it kind of annoyed me that all the news sites were being like, confirmed, he's voicing IG-88, and it's like, how the fuck is it confirmed? It's not confirmed. Jon Favreau posted a fucking picture of him in an ADR ADR setting with IG-88 on the screen Uh and a script in front of him. Uh-huh, and news sites are going, confirmed, he's IG-88, he's voicing them, and it's like, not what? Not necessarily. He is <sighs> He is also the fucking director. He could have just been directing that scene. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a microphone in front of him, but that, I mean, he could be talking to the person in the booth. Yep. You know, who knows? Definitely. 
But yeah, that's Because like I was telling you, I don't think in IG-88's previous appearance, I mean, obviously Empire Strikes Back, he doesn't speak at all. But yeah. then when he's in uh, Clone Wars, he's in Clone Wars a couple times. And I don't think he's, he, he definitely does not speak basic. I think he just made like fucking like digitized noises. I don't think he actually spoke a language. He, yeah. you know, uh, an understandable language. So I don't know. I don't know either. I now I, I know in like the comic books he's spoken. Well, that's always like, but that's not translated though. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that's always like translated from whatever the fuck. Because they do that with R two sometimes too. Yeah translate what he says so you're not just like I don't know what the fuck beep bop beep boop bop means motherfucker Mm -hmm. but yeah it's I'm really excited for that because I've long wondered how Star Wars would do in that long form medium yeah I also thought it was uh, sorry I also thought it was interesting that in that same picture there's that helmet yeah and that's a straight up Boba Fett helmet that ain't a fucking man that ain't the that ain't the fucking lone Mandalorian dude's helmet that's on yeah, that no, show. Yeah, no, that's a Mandalorian helmet, not the Mandalorian helmet. Right. But, I mean, that that's a straight-up Boba Fett helmet with the fucking viewfinder and everything. Yeah. Because that uh, Mandalorian helmet is really stylized. It's, to Boba Fett, what the sequel trilogy Stormtrooper helmets are to the originals. Yeah, kind of. Where it's I mean, it's still yeah. I mean, it's still it looks it looks more like the Mandalorian helmets that were in the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Not as Django and Boba Fett's helmets are both a lot wider, I think, than the they're like more square than the yeah. uh, uh, than than the other Mandalorian helmets that we saw in the cartoon. They were a lot more uh, oblong. Yeah, I'm trying to find that image real quick so I can take thinner. a look at it. Now, is that the one that they said was Iron Man themed? Or is that a different picture that he posted? I saw somewhere that it said Favreau posted an Iron Man themed Boba Fett helmet. Uh, I don't know. I I don't remember seeing that. I guess it's painted Iron Man colors or something. I didn't see it. Did you see the Spider-Man Stormtrooper helmet that J.J. gave to... John Boyega got? No, I did not see it. I read about it, but I didn't see the picture. Um... This might be Iron Man themed because it's red and gold looking. Mm, okay. Here, I'll send it to you. Yeah, it is. It could be the harsh lighting, but it does look red and gold. Okay. Well, I mean, it could be that maybe maybe the news sites are wrong about that too. Maybe it's not. Maybe it has nothing to do with Iron Man. They're just reading into it. Because I still say the I still say the Taika Waititi thing is just to rile people up. I think that's yeah. a calculated Instagram post. They're yeah. like, hey, you know what would fuck people up? Let me take a picture of you standing here. I mean, it does kind of look like he's recording. But it does, yeah. kind of, but at the same time, it's like, why? That doesn't make any sense. Did you get that picture? Oh, no, that's that's definitely, yeah, that's definitely Iron Man. Okay. It's all, yeah, I didn't notice that before, but yeah, it's clearly red with a gold front, yeah. gold face on it, gold face plate. Yeah. Yeah. Even the top with the little, the little wedge at the top, mm-hmm. where it's like the red goes down into the gold and like a wedge up at the top. That's yeah. Yeah, like I said, I can't tell if it's harsh lighting, but it kind of does look Iron Manny. But you see how he's got his hand, how he's holding his hand yeah. up. Doesn't that look like he's directing someone? 
It kind of does, yeah. And that's not. It doesn't. That doesn't look like the kind of a microphone that you would be recording voiceover through. Yeah, because normally they have this wind filter like what my mic has. Well, yeah. Well, they have. It's usually like a shock. Well, he's he does have a wind filter on it. Oh yeah, I see that there. There's he's a got like tiny... four mics on him. Huh? There's like four mics on him. Yeah, I know. That's weird. So, I don't know. Maybe he is fucking recording something. I don't know. Normally they don't mic them that close to the script just to so they don't pick up that like page turning and shit. Well, yeah, and it doesn't... Is that a couch? Yeah. So, I mean, that doesn't look like an ADR booth to me. Mm, well, yeah, but the walls do kind of look like they've got that soundproofing shit on them. Yeah. I mean, there's so much shit in there. Yeah. It almost looks like a fucking broom closet. They were like, let's let's dress this and fuck with people. Because it's a tiny-ass room. Yeah. I don't know, though. Yeah, that's fucking weird, that picture. There really is. I wish, I wish you could get... Wish you could save it and, like, fucking dig deep on it, right? Yeah, do, like, fucking Blade Runner on it. Like enhance forty five to seventy five. Fucking beep, 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 a. Exactly, yeah. Pan right. Well, see, Pull I back. I got quiet for a second because I was searching his Twitter. Yeah. Because some of the other images he's posted like on Instagram, and then he posts them on Twitter. So I was hoping maybe he did that so you could like save it and pinch and zoom real tight on it. I mean, I know it would be super blurry still. But no, I could still do it. I could do it on Instagram too. Well, yeah, I can pinch and zoom, but I can't hold it. Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, pinch, zoom, hold it, and, like, rock back and forth and look for tiny details and shit, but act like it's fucking somebody trying to pass off Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. (laughs) Yeah. Boom. Boom. Shots fired. That's, wow. (laughs) That stings. A little bit, a little bit. (laughs) We still don't know much about that uh, Rogue One prequel series, do we? No, I haven't really heard anything about it. I Every once in a while I'll hear, like there was uh, an article posted um, with Gary Whitta about the, um, or maybe it was, no, it wasn't Gary Whitta, it was the other guy that, I don't know, I don't remember who was doing the, it was on one of those sites, but it was talking about how the ending of Rogue One was totally, they had a totally different ending planned. Because mm-hmm. they didn't think Disney would let them kill anybody. So the original ending, there was, it was like an end with a marriage, I guess. What? I guess that's what they said. The original movie ended with a marriage. Didn't say who. I'm assuming Jin and Cassian. I don't know. Okay. But it was supposed to be end on a more hopeful note or some shit. But then they got shocked because Disney was like, oh, yeah, we love the idea of you killing everybody off. Yeah, they're like, oh, like, they're like, whoa, wait, really? Yeah, they're like, did didn't you see Lion King? Fucking, you grew to love these people. Kill them all. Yeah, but that article referenced the uh, the upcoming Cassie and Andor series, which I'm excited for, but it's also gonna suck because I know how he dies. That's gonna bum me out. <sighs> yeah, I was just thinking of this while you were talking about that. You remember those rumors that. Dave wanted to do an eight-part Ahsoka series. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fucked up if the Mandalorian is Ahsoka? I mean, they don't really have a way to hide her horns and headtails. But although they do have those uh, image cubes that they used on Clone Wars that could change their appearance. 
Yeah, that's true. But wouldn't it be fucked up if the Mandalorian was uh, Ahsoka and Sabine is not in any of the pictures we've seen, but the Mandalorian's about those two teaming up and they show the search for Ezra? Hmm. Because this is only supposed to be like six or eight or ten episodes, isn't it? Oh, is it? Is it only that short? I think so. This is an ongoing series? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Well, no, no, no. It might be like... Oh, but this season is like eight episodes. Oh, maybe. I've thought for a while that it could be... That they could incorporate that into it. Yeah. But not... I I think the Mandalorian is an actual dude. I don't think it's... Not them pulling a swerve. No, if they pull a swerve, it's going to be Boba Fett. Yeah. But even even that, I think it would be fucked up if it was Sabine, though. It would be fucked up, yeah. Or Ahsoka, but like I said, it's hard to hide her head, and then yeah, it w- it that couldn't little be Ahsoka, image cube probably. is kind of hokey. Yeah. In live action, so she would be the one off screen, I would guess. But I mean, I could see them pulling a swerve to where it's Boba Fett, or Boba Fett shows up, you know, yeah. or somebody on that show, like like an older more grizzled uh well, i guess he wouldn't even be that old because this is supposed to be right after jedi right not long after jedi yeah that's what made me incorporate ahsoka and yeah. Sabine. so he wouldn't even be that much older than he was so i mean fuck it could be or maybe he's a rival or maybe he's a you know I, he's younger than ahsoka that's true is he no yeah yeah is he yeah, because he was only 10 in episode 2. She's 14 when she shows up. Mm, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, you're right. So, let's say she's 30. Well, let's see. Uh, yeah, she would only be like 30. 30 to 35 after 6. So, he would be like 26 to 32. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never fucking put that together until just now that he would be that fucking young. So he was 10 in 2. Yeah, plus 5. Plus 5, he's 15 at the end of 3. Is that what you're saying? Plus 19. Yeah. Plus 19 for... It's 34. Okay, so she would be like 40. Yeah. So he'd and be... he would be like... Th- it used to be 3 years, so 37. Nooch. Nooch. Um, yeah, so he would be like 35 to 37. Yeah. Somewhere in there at the end. Yeah. That's still pretty fucking young. That's still pretty fucking young. Younger than I expected, to be honest. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it could be. That would be interesting. Yeah. Interesting I, way I, to go with. I still think that that's going to be the avenue where they, where he's going to show up. I mean, if he's going to show back up somewhere, it's going to be in this show. Yeah, but then you get into the whole thing where he's not really a Mandalorian, you know? So it's kind of fucked up to call him the Mandalorian, even though, like, he's using the look, but I don't know. That's one of the things I don't like about the new canon. And I mean, I know that was introduced on the Clone Wars, but I just don't like that. What, that he's not a Mandalorian? Yeah, I liked the whole idea of uh, Jango and a bunch of other Mandos training the clones. Hmm. And whatnot. Yeah. But, whatever. What the fuck ever? Yeah, but I mean, the way they say that he's not a Mandalorian, it's it's Mandalorian saying that he's not a Mandalorian, right? Yeah. So they could just be like, oh, no, he's not a real Mandalorian. Sort of like 
Um, let me think of a way to put this delicately, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be fucked up. But it's sort of like how some black people are like, well, they're blackish. Like he's Mandalorian-ish? Yeah. Is, is that kind of what you mean? Kind of, yeah. Like he's... Like he's... he he's, Like technically he is a Mandalorian, but... But he doesn't follow any of the customs or the culture exactly. of the planet. He's pretty much just said, fuck this planet. I'm doing my own yeah. thing. Yeah. So then they kind of disown him. Exactly. Yeah. Or, and this is the way it works in my head canon, you've got, like, the Mandalorians that we've seen, like, Satine and all that shit, and then you've got, like, rogue tribes that are, like, Cal and all of them Mm -hmm. from the Republic Commando novels. Mm -hmm. That they're like, no, fuck you and your new Mandalorian shit. We're true Mandalorians. We're fucking warriors. Y'all are just pacifist pussies could be sort of like that too where the new mandalorians are like no we are true mandalore they're right stuck there's in the something past. else Fuck yeah. Them. yeah so there's there's still plenty of ways that wiggle room yeah yeah but i don't know i just don't like that fucking he's not a mandalorian fuck him attitude but we shall see i've been reading uh the queen's shadow oh okay it's how's it going? It's slow, kinda. Uh, and isn't that the writer that you really dig? Um, no, not the one I really dig. It's not Claudia Gray. It's uh, okay, yeah, it's, it's E.K. Delilah Johnson. Dawson. It's the it's the oh, Ahsoka okay, chick. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. Um, really, because I thought she did a really good job on Ahsoka. I know, me too. That's why I was like, she didn't I, RT my review, but. Not that I hold a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that book was really good, but yeah, this one. I think I said I mentioned it before. Was like the the names. I'm hung up on the names. Yeah, because it's so, with all the handmaidens and yeah, shit. it's so hard to for me to keep not keep track necessarily, but I'm kind of tired of reading those names. Yeah, but it is interesting. It it shows takes you through her getting to the Senate and um I am the Senate. Yeah, and why um why she has different bodyguards and stuff. Like they're not the mm-hmm. same as when she was the queen and what happens yeah. to them. And they're the way they portray their relationship is kinda cool. And then there's some stuff Scissor buddies? Mm, I think two of them are. Ooh hot. I think two of them are romantically linked. Uh, there's some cool like references to the Trade Federation occupation and stuff that happened during the movie and stuff you didn't Holy see. Holy shit, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah. Trade Federation operation or occupation. Operation Trade Federation occupation. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of this episode. Oh, fuck, my brain just got broken. <laughs> um, but she gets to the Senate and... I am it the shows, Senate. It shows uh, her meeting, like bringing on Typho and the, the her new her new handmaidens. Essentially, they're not handmaidens, but they're her assistants. Yeah, they're only handmaidens when she was queen. Yeah, so so you get to see her first first appearance of uh, 
Dorme and Corday and there's another one in there that I don't think we ever see in the movie. She's got three assistants, two of them you see in the movies, but I think the third one we never see because she's related to uh, Typho. Huh. Because it's uh, Panaka and his Uh wife. His wife is also a royal guard or a royal whatever the fuck defense force person. Yeah. So when she is no longer queen, Panaka retires and his wife becomes the captain. A.K.A. the dude didn't want to do it no more. Pretty much, yeah. And then she uh, elevates her her nephew Typho to be um, whatever, lieutenant or whatever the fuck to her. And then I think either, I think Dorme is, I think Dorme is one of, is somebody that Typho knew from uh, school, from a uh, guard training or whatever, military training <clears throat> or military academy. From Captain School? Yeah, from Captain School. And <laughs> Corday was, I think she was, I think they said she was one who was, it didn't make the final cut to be Padme's handmaiden. Okay. So I guess apparently they, Tyf, or Panaka set up a training school or training regimen to train handmaidens for the queen. So I guess they they take a bunch of applicants, basically, and they train them and they put them through all these this like boot camp, I guess. And then I guess Corday was not a washout, but she didn't make the final cut of six or whatever they are. So she's like an alternate. She was number seven. Yeah, she's like an alternate handmaiden, I guess. So they they hire her to to be assistant and be her body double. What happened to Kira Knightley? Um, she's in this book. <gasps> really? And they call her Kira Knightley? <laughs> yeah, they call her Kira Knight. I wish they called her Kira Knightley because I'm tired of reading Sabe. You're tired of all the Abe names. Yep, I'm tired of all the Abe names. But they do explain that that they that's not their real names. They take oh. they take those names in honor or deference to Padme. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So that kind of makes sense. That's why it's Corday and Dorme. Because and, I always thought that was just, well, that's just the way Naboo girl names are. Yeah. You know? I was like, that's kind of weird, but okay. Which makes sense, too, but... But no, apparently they have normal names, and they just take those names. And then huh. once they're done being a Hadmain, they can go back to their other name, or they can keep that name if they want. Yeah, because I guess it, the suffix of the name would change with each fucking queen, wouldn't it? I guess. I mean, it, I think that's just for Padme's crew. I don't think. I don't, yeah, I don't I mean, know. Like I don't the... know that they all do that, and I don't know that they all have handmaidens either. Oh, okay. I think that was just something that she set up for protection. Huh. Okay. Because they're like spies too. They're not just like pretty one faces. Of, yeah, like one of them's trained to read lips and stuff. So she's like a silent, I don't know what you would call it. I mean, a spy basically like she just, you know how they stand there with their heads bowed or whatever. Yeah. Well, they're like, they're taking in everything that's going on. And so once they get, yeah. So once they get behind closed doors, they're like, they're pretty, they're fairly informal with each other, with the queen and with each other. And so they're like a team of like Fox force five and shit. Oh, catch up. Yeah. Catch up. Fucking a. Yeah, so it shows. That's about where I'm at now. It's like her first times at the Senate, and so how deep in is that? I don't know, fourth of the way maybe. Okay, but it's moving kind of slow. She uh. sent she sent Sabe off to Tatooine to try to buy slaves because that was her 
that was her initial thought when she was not going to be queen anymore was that was that was going to be her purpose that she was going to try to Break fight slavery. slavery yeah gotcha and so she sent she sent Sabe to Tatooine to try to buy some slaves and free them but they didn't have a whole lot of luck and then one of the real purposes was she sent Sabe there to try to find Anakin's mom yeah and then she couldn't find her so I want was she already with Lars I don't know they didn't say she just she couldn't oh. locate her that's some bullshit yeah but there was there's also a, a slave resistance on Tatooine too that's trying to like free slaves too to like to break up the slavery yeah and she said she went back to like to where their house was and there were like symbols carved above the door that were like the symbols of that resistance in that in that compound so yeah. it's like those slaves had been liberated or something oh but I don't know that it doesn't necessarily mean that she was. It yeah. could have happened after that, but... Uh, yeah, no, because it sounds like not long after fucking Anakin got swept away that she might have got... Yeah, probably not long. Bought and freed. But she says, like, Watto's gone and, you know, she can't, she can't find any information about, you know... She said the junk dealer was gone, so she couldn't ask him. Intergalactic cops, the junkie's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the junk dealer's gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading that mall book, and it's fucked up because they're talking about like glitter stem and shit again. Mm, okay. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that shit. Mm -hmm. By this point, my review should be done, but yeah. Hmm. You saying junk dealer made me think of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, see, I know a spoiler about that book that I want you to get to because i don't want to be like and then this okay yeah don't it spoil explains it. no but it explains something that we it's always been like wait what hmm so okay yeah i, I want you to get to that so we can talk about it and see how you feel about it okay because to me it makes sense but it the execution of it might be like oh boy oh okay yeah it's a real razor's edge scenario where it can go either way. Okay. I shall brace myself. Well, with me saying that, hopefully your expectations for a potential spoiler, not saying anything more about what it could be, but your expectations might be lowered a little and you'll come in and be like, holy shit, it was awesome. Okay. Oh, she met Senator Clovis. Oh, that dick. Yeah. She met him. She met him. I want to rewatch that episode and watch. Fuck it. Is that is that the dude that Anakin started to beat the fuck out yeah, of? Yeah, he goes fucking all rage on. Yeah, he's like dark siding. Mm-hmm. Hardcore. Yeah. So hopefully it hopefully it picks up and some shit starts happening. Somebody's trying to kill her already on Coruscant. So that's where this book is heading. They're gonna try to figure out who's trying to have her killed. Is that like? the death threat she was getting before episode two or something. No, it's something different. Well, I mean, okay. it could be, could, could be related. It could tie but, together. Yeah, it could tie together, but. Right on. Can't wait to hear more. Real quick, and we can cut the earlier mention of this. Okay. I just want to tease, um, uh, in one of the next episodes or two, I'm going to do a ranking of the 35 Scooby movies. Whoa. I'm not going to include Daphne and Velma because I haven't seen it. 
I'm not going to include a mystery map because it's only like 40 minutes, 50 minutes, so I don't consider that a movie. And I'm not going to include the scrappy specials because I consider them specials, not movies. Although technically they were like TV movies, but I just never been able to call them anything but the scrappy specials. Fair enough. So yeah, it's going to be the uh, 31 direct-to-video movies, the two theatrical movies, and the two TV Scooby movies. Okay. Right on. So, yeah. That'll be interesting. That's <sighs> inspired by uh, At Spider Scooby posted a list of uh, the Scooby movies in order, and I was like, what the fuck? You're smoking crack. Here's here's my list. Bam. And everybody's going to be like, you're stupid. And it's like, oh. Oh. So, yeah. Just wanted to tease that in case anybody's interested. Um, yeah, that's a good show. Let's start doing some thank yous. Thank yous as per usual go to at the J Sarge for opening music, at Sherry Archinoff for our logo, at JP Montgomery for taking those pictures of the lovely Lady Logan, and at Looking for Eight for our Knights of Nublitzdom design. Find our shit by going to iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, or find everything we do at NerdBlitz.com. Um, get yourself some merch by going to RedBubble.com slash people slash NerdBlitzPod slash Portfolio. I don't know why, but I always say Portfolio like that. Mm, I don't know, because you're fancy. It does seem like a fancy word that you gotta put a little extra extra sauce on. And if the over 150 episodes at this point, that's right gang, we're over 150 fucking episodes aren't enough if you want even more go to bandcamp and get yourself some extra audio at tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com and get the camping trip the nerd blitz pilot trio the laughing bird and the dccu album for five four three and five dollars respectively i'm at the scooby doom you are at fitzman 73 and on both the twitter and the instasham we are at nerd blitz pod what voice did i do the intro in some kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger shit. Oh, like you could do better? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking catty bitch. Sorry, did did I ruin your man? No. I just meant it's some kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger or German type thing. I wasn't sure. It was for Arnold. Sure. Okay. Oh, that's right, because you said it was a perfect specimen. You're right. Yeah, and you're over there like, hey, I know you fucking douche. You fucking muscular enough. Ripley. Anyway, until next time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I'll come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. Sound like a special Arnold. <laughs> This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.